springtime and lots of times in the past i'd be bear hunting but this year look i'll tell you what i'm i've gotten real interested here lately and trying to go back and fish for carp it's something i did as, as a kid i'd read an article by joe brooks in outdoor life as a youngster and where he was fishing for bonefish so i needed the fly rod i used to wade the little shallow clear water creeks there where i grew up with a little bitty trout nymph throw them out in front of those trout because i could spot them in the water and have those things suck that trout nymph up and ooh, the fight was on I know that you've been fishing for carp off and on for a long time, too. Yeah, you know, Larry, probably like you most of my life, uh, carp uh, is a fish, a species that are easy to catch once you find them. Uh, And and I'm certainly no expert on carp, but but like a lot of people, I've I've, I've actually targeted them many times in the past. But, uh, you know, now they're, they're up shallow. They're easy to find because if you get in water, say three feet or less, you'll see them. You'll see them moving around there. You know, you'll right. see their dorsal fin, and um, the the very best bait I've interviewed on for different radio shows and all some some really heavy hitter carp uh, experts that's won some real big tournaments. You know, I mean, uh, there are some huge carp tournaments that go on. One in Austin, the, the first prize is. Is almost two hundred fifty thousand dollars. You know. Oh my gracious! Now that they had that's one uh, a couple of years ago. I talked to the gentleman that that won that. But the the easiest bait to use. I've used all kind of baits fishing for carp, but the easiest bait uh, is not dough bait. I used to mix wheaties with uh, red soda pop. Now that'll catch them and then ball them up right. on a little bitty hook and ball that little bait up and cast it out but it it doesn't stay on the bait on the hook really really well you know right uh but some of these carp pros a few years ago told me said luke all you need is whole kernel corn that's the best easiest bait that you can fish use for carp and and i asked him why and he said you know carp have huge eyes and they must be able to spot color the yellow and then once they uh, smell it, I guess, too, they can just find it easy. And so the best thing uh, to, to do is just use a fairly small hook, a case-hardened hook. You don't want to use a crappie hook, an Aberdeen-type no. hook. You want a good stout hook and uh, not a great big hook, uh, just a you know, smaller hook. And, and, you know, bait an area with, say, get you about two or three cheap cans of uh, whole kernel corn. And yeah. in an area that you expect carp to be, and just throw it out there, broadcast a whole can of it out there, out from the bank, and give it about, you know, maybe 30 minutes, maybe an hour. Let them find it, and they will. They'll come in, and then go back and put about three or f- two to three, maybe four kernels on those case hardened hooks with a little split shot. It's pretty simple. A little split shot, say four to six inches above the hook. And just mm-hmm. cast it out there and let it set on the bottom. And uh, I tell you what, carp may be probably one of the hardest fighting fish uh, in fresh water, Larry, you know? That's what I remember. I mean, years ago, I started fishing for myself with a little trout nymph. I never even thought about using corn back then. Mm-hmm. It's been the perfect thing to do. But the, the beauty of it was is I could walk through that little old creek, you know, and it was about maybe anywhere from knee to the hip height and deep and you could spot them and then i'd get out in front of them and just kind of present that thing out in front of them they'd come suck it up and then i'll tell you what the fight would be on 
They were, as far, and still are, as far as I'm concerned, one of the hardest fighting fish that I've ever caught, particularly on a fly rod, yeah. in, in here, you know, in, in freshwater type of thing. But the corn thing fascinates me. I, I, I don't live too far from where there's a pretty good-sized little man-made reservoir that mm-hmm. uh, I think I would suspect has some pretty good-sized carp in it. Now, what really brought this back to to my way of thinking is that years ago I spent some time in England and and I was there primarily to roe deer hunt during the oh, a little bit later than we are right now, but not a whole lot. And my gosh, the carp fishing there was absolutely huge. I, I talked to some of the locals and you know ask them about trout and that kind of stuff, and they just kind of look at you and go, uh, uh, "I don't fish for those." You know, I, I, I fish for carp, and it was like almost a status symbol that <laughs> they were fishing for carp. And here, when you start talking about carp, for the most part, and in the states, people just kind of look at you and go, "Well, why would you want to catch that trash fish?" But yeah. obviously, they have never hooked into one and and had to, to try to bring them in. That's true. And uh, over there, I've I've know a little bit about what I've read mostly, but they use those long rods, maybe fourteen foot long rods, to fish on in the tournaments over there in uh, in Great Britain. And I've I've seen that on videos and read about it, but. Uh, the type I use just just a uh, you know uh, I use a spinning rig. It just I don't know just a little bit easier to work with than a bait caster for me for that kind of fishing. But just a, a rod that'll hold a white bass, for instance, or a, or, a, or a black you know largemouth. No need to go out and buy a lot of specialized equipment. That's one of the good things about carp fishing, Larry. Now one of the things that I do not know about carp, I, I love to eat fish and you do too, but I've tried, uh, maybe there's, there, there is bound to be a way to cook carp. There's a, several species, but the common carp it's called that right. most of here in the Southwest in the South that we fish for, there's bound to be a way to cook them where they're tasty, but I have yet to find it. Uh, well, one of the yeah. one of the things is they're quite bony, aren't they? Yeah, not as not as bony as a buffalo, uh, you know. Uh, right. Not that bony, or a pike, not that bony. But they, I don't think it it's nearly as hard to clean to to fillet one of those as it would be, say, a pickerel or a pike, you know. But right. I, I don't know. There's so there the there's so much what I call bloodline, you know, the the red meat, <clears throat> if you will. There, there may be a way to 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 brine the fish uh, overnight or maybe two nights in the refrigerator in a brine, maybe, and then smoke it. Um, I'm still, the jury's out on it because so many people do consider it a good food fish, Larry, you know? Absolutely. I had a fellow biologist I used to work with, Rod Marburger, and Rod loved to fish for those things, and he would pickle them. So it was, <clears throat> excuse me, it was a salt and vinegar brine type of thing to be put together along with some other things. And, and uh, it was almost like a like he would make ceviche, but he would leave them in the, you know, it, it, rather than serve them fairly quickly, he would leave them in there for weeks or months at a time before he served it. And at that point, he would use it for all kinds of different things. And even occasionally, he'd cut, slice it up in small pieces, and some of it he smoked, and some of it we made fried, which was pretty darn good. So I know there's a lot of recipes out there because carp's been around as one of the fishes that people have eaten for a long time. So I suspect if I spend a little time on the computer, I can probably find some really good, interesting recipes. And I'm sure anybody else that, you know might be interested in carp 
would be able to do so as well. You know, that's that's a good thought. And I have uh, canned, uh, down in the south we call them salmon, but <clears throat> the rest of the world it's salmon. Right. <laughs> you know, I have canned salmon <laughs> as recently as last year. Had Of course, I didn't go to Alaska to catch it. I bought it on sale. Uh, but <clears throat> I, I bet you carp would be just as good. Uh, salmon canned is basically just, uh, you know, take the skin off, put it in. I used little uh, pint jars, and then right. I'd, I'd pack it real good uh, and pressure cook it. And then I put a little, seemed like I put a little bit of olive oil in each one of the jars. But that was absolutely awesome. You can smoke it a little bit and then pack it in the jars, the salmon, you know. But that may be the ticket for uh, for carp to go ahead and, and uh, I would still, I think your idea of the salt brine is a good idea. And I'd probably do that just experimentally. Do that first and then uh smoke it and and you mentioned your friend that that uh he he might have even canned that but then i'd pressure cook it and i bet that carp would be good that way i got a feeling what i'll have to go back and try to find out him exactly what he did but i I can tell you it was really good fish and two as you mentioned carp can be fished for almost anywhere and they get to be pretty good size as well, oh, too. So big, yeah. You catch one. I know the fight is on, so I'm anxious to try to do some of that again. Let's do it. And we both know of a creek with a buddy, the adjacent a buddy's property where, that is full of carp. So that's on the agenda. And, Larry, we are out of time for this week's show. Well, we'll invite everybody to join us right back here around the campfire next week. <laughs> 